Jordan! What's up, dude? You know where we are right now? The back pad of Carlos, man. Yeah, it's your home. We're in the same effing place right now. We're in the same effing place. <laughs> Imagine that, episode 7. We finally get back to the roots. Actually, comma, this is episode 8. Same place. Don't have to uh, be thousands of miles apart, and here we are, my friend. I know, man. It's good. It's good. Uh, I'm not sure I like it. No? It's a little different, huh? I like you on FaceTime better. <laughs> yep. I don't like staring right into your face like when I'm talking. Right we'll just not look at each other. It's uncomfortable. Talk. I'm even gonna look over first, here. Even our first episode, I guess we were both in the we're car looking at. We were looking straight ahead. <laughs> What's up with that? Well, this will be something new again. We're trying everything's new every time we're trying with this new podcast. Things. We're trying to update. We're trying to make however come the best podcast in the world. We are. So this whole time, me and Brian are going to stare directly in each other's eyes. Yes, and we'll see how long that lasts for. <laughs> we're going to see how the first one to laugh loses. So I think I can win this one. I don't know if you can. Uh, I can stop laughing. That's for sure. So we can sure. talk about a serious topic. Yeah. Let's talk about seriousness. Why am I here? Who put you here? Who put me here? Is that a, is that like a, a deep question or is are that we like, put it, are we playing the question game? Are we, apparently we are. Well, you just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> and you just laughed. No, you laughed first. No, I didn't. Check the tape. Okay. All right. Deal. Well, yeah. So, uh, the yes, reason, some... reason I came through Salt Lake, uh, family, uh, family, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> Reason I came through Salt Lake. <laughs> Family. Uh, my dad uh, turned 60 a couple days ago. And, uh, happy decided, birthday, Mark. Yeah, happy birthday, old man. Big six zero. Decided to um, spend a week in Jackson, uh, Wyoming. So rented a, a house up there for a week. And my, fa- my folks were there from Sunday to Saturday. I went up on a Wednesday. And um, I, we just got – or they were driving back today, dropped me off here, spend the day here and court a little bit and – We'll be headed on um, on my way back to uh, California tomorrow. So here we are on the back porch of your house, man, recording a, recording one of our episodes in our podcast. Uh, so yeah, and I'm just keep talking because I'm like dinking with the levels here. Yeah. So I got this new nifty little contraption. Recorder. It's called Zoom H6. Not um, sponsoring us. Not sponsored yet. Asterisk. We always say yet. Hopefully um, we never get a sponsor. Oh, that's so good. They're just sending us stuff. Hey, we like your podcast. Here's a free recorder. Like we talked about, it'd probably be like Copenhagen and oh, yeah. Coors Miller Original. Light. That's right. So yeah, anyway, just dinking with that. So sound might be a little wonky at first, but hey, you know what? We're learning as we go. Absolutely. Um, and the <laughs> the concept of this episode is, oh, speaking of absolutely, by the way, asterisk that so we can come back to it. All right, asterisk. Okay. Um, the idea behind this episode was that sometimes you just have to hit record and start talking. And so that's what we're doing. We don't, you know, we didn't have any specific topics to talk about. Yeah, this not, time. I mean, not right now. we could talk about all sorts of stuff. Yeah. That's kind of what we're going to do, I guess. Um, we'll, we'll continue to do that. We find ourselves, though, even like talking before a podcast, we'll go like 30 minutes of talking. We're like, shoot, we should have yeah, been recording right now. That would have been a podcast. Yeah, we could have been talking. We were talking about stuff that uh, we probably would have made a good podcast uh, topic. But I think one of the ones I subjects I wanted to talk about was uh, was leadership, the difference between leadership and management. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. And um, also talking about, I think you, you have a pretty um, uh, a p- big opinion on uh, whether pe- people are born leaders or are developed as a leader. Yeah. If I remember correctly, you're you're pretty passionate about that. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> Actually, I don't know, man. I just got back from a trip from to Vegas, and. I don't know where my mind's at, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, so that's probably not the subject we should talk about. No, Maybe we should not. talk about hindsight again. What about hindsight, Brian? <laughs> well, here's this thing. It's called the is hindsight bias theory. No, it's 2040 at best. At best. Right, okay. 2040 at best. Oh, man. No, let's not talk about that. Okay. we already tried. Yeah, we, we did. We did. I mean, we talked about we it. We talked about it. Um, no, let's, you know, I just, yeah, I've been out and about. I just got back from, like... Yeah, tell me about this concert you went to. Well, I went to go see Boney Bear. Not sponsored. <laughs> but, man, it was great. It was just a good show. And What um, kind of music are they? Boney Bear is a... Man, I don't even know how to describe him. So it's it sounds like, like something right up my alley. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Man. Like Chris Ledoux, Brooks and Dunn, Boney Bear. Yeah, how do you describe it? <laughs> how do you describe Chris Ledoux, Garth Brooks... Country? Yeah, it's totally not. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. It's kind of like he's he's got some folk elements. I think some of his earlier stuff was more folky. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, just a little more indie, progressive. And his latest album's like way uh, electronic. It's like a lot of it sampled, okay. a lot of electric um, feels to it. I guess you could say. So, Interesting, but it was really good. Like, Where was it at? Was, was it Hard Rock? You said Hard Rock at the joint. How many? How many people? Oh man, that place. I'm a bad guesser at that kind of stuff. A thousand? I don't know. He's, yeah. a de- he's a decent following then. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got a decent following. He's well known. Um, I guess he's not everyone's cup of tea. Like he gets criticized by people that I know. Like criticize them for just being like too emotional. You're like too feely, like makes you want to kill yourself after you listen to it, kind of stuff. Which I <laughs> and don't you drove all the way to Las Vegas to go listen to that concert, stay overnight, yeah. and then drive all the way back. Yeah, so I took off on a Thursday morning. Uh, I got left here about nine, drove straight through, had a headwind the whole way. Okay. Which uh, really did a number on my gas mileage. Um, but you know, Subaru. I'm, I'm proud of RuPaul, Super RuPaul. Super RuPaul is the name of uh, Jordan's uh, new Subaru vehicle. Yeah, hashtag follow me or whatever. I don't know. Super RuPaul, I'm going to get him insta-famous. Insta-famous. <laughs> yeah, refer back to episode two. Episode two, social media. Um, yeah, so drove down. I think one thing that was great about this whole situation is that I'm a socialite, man. I'm just totally extroverted. And so I find that I get really, I don't know, like I get energized when I'm surrounded by people. I just get pumped up, especially when the people like me and I like them and we have stuff to talk about. Um, It's not like I'm the life of a party or anything. Maybe at one point in my life I was more that way, but now I'm just like, get me around a good group of people and I'll stay up till 4 a.m. just talking, you know, and reminiscing and having a good time. Um, so when I, you know, I wanted to go see Boney Bear, of course I threw it out to all sorts of people, all my friends, you know, I'm just like, dude, Boney Bear Vegas, like, let's go. It'll be a sweet time. We'll hop in the car. We'll road trip down our ship, man. We could like 
just get a cheap flight and go down to Vegas. And, yeah. You know, I feel like we're getting to a point in our lives, like 30s are kind of that point where you start staying in hotels versus like doing the cheap thing and roughing sleeping it. in your car. Roughing it. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, so I... I've been doing that long before my 30s, Jordan. Well, it took you a little bit. Yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah. taken you a little bit longer to come along to yeah. that. Well, <laughs> hey, you know, I think we move a little slower here in Utah. My yeah. groups of friends, Clearly. they're like, oh, I don't want to spend money. I don't want to do that. I want to, you know, let, let's. I'm on a budget. Let's let's go on the cheap, and uh, spend a campsite outside. Yeah, well, and there, I mean, there's an element to that that's great, like getting out in nature and whatnot, but. Uh, like, a lot of people are just, like, can't get the time off work, can't, uh, don't want to pay for a hotel. I don't know if it's that, really, but some people just, what it comes down to, probably, is that people don't like Boney Bear, <laughs> or they just, uh, don't want to... Drive to Las Vegas. But yeah, whatever. Whatever the reasons. What that ended up being is no one was going, no one wanted to go, or at least the people I put it out to, and so I actually kind of took advantage of that. Because I rarely get opportunities to do things alone. Um, or I don't make opportunities. You know, I, I think I could probably do it more, but by default I'm just more apt to inviting somebody along yeah. or doing something with other people. Social and yeah. Um, and it was great. Like it was just it was kind of what I needed. I just needed to be alone and do my own thing and have therapy and sit at a concert alone and I've I've started this new thing. Um, originally I like, it started as a social thing, and I still invite people sometimes. Like, if they're around, I don't publish it on Facebook and say, hey, I'm doing this, everyone come. But, like, if I have a, um, basically every Sunday, I started this brunch and a movie deal that I do. So I go to brunch at the um, Copper Onion is the name of it. Okay. Not sponsored. <laughs> and then next to it is the Broadway Cinema, not sponsored. <laughs> But uh, I just, um, <clears throat> I was like, hey, I'm going to start this new tradition. I just want to do it. So go get brunch, take myself to brunch, and then go see a movie. And it's like an independent theater. So okay, so not like, like necessarily the, the it's movies not like that are blockbusters kind gotcha. of thing. But I, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I, I went originally with Roberg, um, and uh, he... Um, didn't go the first, or he went the first time, and then the second time, uh, no dice, and then the third time, no dice, fourth time, no dice, and um, and then I've been out of town for the the fifth, fifth and sixth times or whatever, so I haven't gone, but uh, it's become this really nice little tradition of mine. That's cool. Um, where um, getting back to this whole doing things alone, I love going to movies alone, man. Something about it. I I did used to be kind of opposed to it. I, I was very much like you and like to do social media, social media, like to do social things with other people. And um, I finally, you know, decided, hey, I want to go see this movie, and no one really is around to go see it with me. Let's just fucking go. And so yeah. I did, and it was I I actually kind of sometimes enjoy going to movies by myself and just being like, all right, let's go. What did you like about it? Uh, what would you say? I don't know. It's just you can just sit there and enjoy. It's kind of like watching it on your couch, almost like. To me, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's a specific piece that I like about it. I kind of enjoy, I enjoy having somebody next to me and kind of watching their reactions to a movie too. However, comma, I there is something to be said where like you can kind of just like hunker down and just you, you feel like you're more focused on the movie than you are what your everybody else around you is doing. Exactly. That. So if I had to like 
sum it up, that would be what it is for me. I don't know. Whenever I go with someone, there's it's like there's a gravity there. With, for lack of a better term, that person has an energy and they're sitting next to me. Yeah. And I'm aware of it. I'm aware of their presence. And so almost like on a subconscious level, I'm behaving differently because there's another person there. Yeah. It could Whereas, be a girl that you're trying to, you know, impress. Or, yeah, it could you know, be a girl, a like, girlfriend I'm or thinking a family more about, or, like, holding her hand or... Or it's your parents and you don't want to laugh at an inappropriate joke yeah, and, and or like, embarrass yeah, yourself. A pair of boobs comes on the screen you're like, oh, no, my parents. <laughs> I should be watching this with my parents. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like... Reddit Anchorman 2 is my folks. Terrible idea. That was a bad idea, huh? <laughs> a lot of squirming. <laughs> A lot of squirm. <laughs> Awkward movie to watch with my parents. Just me and my family. That's funny. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing I found is um, I I can, yeah, be more focused on the movie. And um, I, I one thing that happens after movies invariably when you're there with people is you leave the movie and instantly what do you do? That was good. Start was talking bad. about that it. Was talk, yeah. Just start blabbing away like, oh, you're my thoughts on it. I like that part. I hated that part. Um, I thought it was good. Oh, I didn't like it. And then like this conversation ensues that in a way, I don't know, it's just a movie. So like who gives a crap? It's not, but I don't know. It kind of taints your experience of it in a way. It could be tamed. It could that. be like, just color it. And sometimes it, it some might, way. it might increase your, it when might you hear somebody it. else's uh, a perspective on it. right? Yeah. But, but going alone, I found that like, I, I leave that experience just with my thoughts. And then I also find that, I mean, there's, there's a, it's, there's no easy way to describe it. Like, how do I say vulnerability? Like, I feel like I can be more vulnerable by myself. I, I would see that. Yeah. So I went and saw a couple movies um, that just like were really emotionally evocative, and man, I just was like crying. Whereas, I know in other movies I felt that, but I've been like, I'm not gonna fucking cry <laughs> i'm not gonna cry next to this girl yeah. or this guy or whatever it may be which you know maybe that's something i should not care as much about but no it's still it's a it's something that's in our brain and yeah. our mind and, and you know like it's uh it's you acknowledge it at least you know you have an mm-hmm. idea that it that happens and it's inter- definitely interesting that you know how we how we process it. and again it, to me i I thought it was kind of not taboo, but I was just like, nah, I'm not gonna go ever go see a movie by myself. That's what weird. a what a loser, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, no friends you can go see a movie with, but what a dweeb. I've uh, I've had some good movie going experiences. I think what was the one I saw? American Sniper, man. I saw that one by myself. Oh, God, that imagine. was a powerful movie by yeah, yourself. By like, yourself. I was sitting there. I think I had a hoodie on, and I just put my hood <laughs> on, just like crying my my freaking eyes out. Like, yeah. oh my God, this is this is insane. So, well, I know, can... there's something to be said about taking time and enjoying something by yourself. Yeah. Um, as well as you're right. Cause there, it is your, your, your thought and your, your brain goes to different place when there's somebody else with you and you're, you're, you're you at least acknowledge that, that thought and you don't always give it the full focus to the movie. So. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that translates to, um, a concert experience okay. or a road trip or whatever it may be. So that's traveling alone. I, I haven't done that much, but oh, I've done this so much. I know you've done it, and so you can speak to it a lot. Like being on the road alone, maybe in places where you don't have cell service, or you just shut your phone down, or you you know you're driving, so you're not looking at your phone, texting and driving, like some people do. Who would do that? I don't know. Jordan, not I. <laughs> Said the duck. <laughs> um, 
No, it, it's no one a, texts and drives. It's a uh, no, not at all. No, uh, it's a it's a liberating like feeling just going out in the open road. A couple years back, I did. Uh, most of my friends know I did this road trip. I drove uh, 4,400 miles in 10 days by myself. I started in I remember Southern California. 440 miles a day. Just about some. I did like a 13 hour day one day. Just drove and drove driving. and drove. Just and drove driving. And driving. And then did your back hurt or your butt hurt or anything like that? Uh, you know, by the time I was done, it was not. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Okay. Um, I started in SoCal, and I cruised up, and I stopped in the Bay Area, and then I stopped and went up through Oregon, and I stopped in northeastern Oregon in Pendleton, Oregon, and then I drove through Washington into Idaho, and then stayed in um, Whitefish, Montana, so just west of the Glacier National Park, okay. cruised through Glacier, stayed in um, Great Falls for a night, and then after Great Falls, I went to Bozeman, and then after Bozeman... I went to Ennis, and then I spent a, like a whole day, half day, fishing, fly fishing on the Ennis River, or okay. the Madison River in Ennis. River runs through it, man. That was actually the next valley over, actually. It's, as a matter of That's fact, cool. the very next valley over is where they filmed that movie. Um, and then I cruised through Yellowstone and stayed in Sheridan, Wyoming, and then I went to Cheyenne, Wyoming, stayed with my buddy there, and then cruised through Colorado. Did you get an oil stayed. change along the way? No, but I, I remember I got one right before I left, and I was like, I'll see you in like a week. Yeah. Look at another one, and went, I'm done. That's funny. So stayed in uh, southern Colorado and like oh it's like Aztec Colorado or something like that and then cruised all the way from there home. It was ten days. Didn't you stop in Salt Lake? No, not that trip. Not that trip. No, no, that was different. That was the trip you're referring to was last September when I went hunting in Wyoming, and there I went from San Luis Obispo, Southern California, up to Idaho. Saw buddies in Idaho and then cut across to Wyoming for hunting yeah. and then down here to Salt Lake um, and spent a day or two, day or two with you. I can't remember how long it was. It, it was, was just a day. day. It was yeah. a night. Yeah. And then... Um, Went out and had a dinner with all the all the camp, camp friends. buddies. Yeah. Similar to what we did today, so... And then... Um, I, you know what I remember about that night? What? Nothing important, like, the memories I formed with you. I just remember the $40 lift ticket that I got. The oh, lift bill I got. Yeah. Do you remember that? I remember you being pissed about it. I'm just kidding. I remember all the fun times. But I remember... Did we get shot with an airsoft drunk. gun, too? Yeah, I got shot with something. <laughs> like, walking downtown Salt Lake... And I felt a little, it didn't sting, it didn't hurt, I just felt a little dink, and I was like, what? And I, like, looked, and I saw, like, an airsoft pellet or something. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I think I just got shot. We were with our friend Kim, and we were like, what are you talking about right and now? And, Bri- well, Brian went into Papa Bear mode. He's like, what? Who <laughs> shot you? Where? He turned around, and starts looking, and, like, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to kill him. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, but, Yeah. $40 lift ride yeah, from and it was not downtown that far to Salt away. Lake to my house, which is normally like a $10 lift ride. Because oh, it was like but, Saturday night or something like well, that. Well, yeah. Well, I was a little drunk and apparently couldn't do the math of 300%. <laughs> Doug is going to be 300%. Oh, and, uh, shit. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. That can't be that much more. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, yeah, 40 bucks later. That was funny. No, that, but yeah, when I mean, you're speaking about road trips and dra- traveling by yourself, like I, I'd spend my time, what I found what really helps me is podcasts. As a matter of fact, listen to podcasts or books on tape. Yeah. Um, those engage my, my brain a lot, um, uh, more when I listen to something like that and said, I'll do music and I'll, it, I have such an att- intention deficit disorder type brain, like or I'll constantly, you know, jump back and forth between, Music and like podcasts, or, exactly. Like but, you can't listen through an entire song. No, I can't. Nope. No, no. I have I have ADD when it comes to music. Music ADD. Like I will not listen to an entire song. Even when you're by yourself. Like, Even you when just I'm put by an myself. Album on. Nope. 
Sometimes. Like, listen to the whole Sometimes. album. Sometimes. Okay. But in the car, like, I might not even let, I might even just listen to the first little bit of a song, be like, all right, cool, and then the next song. Oh, uh, drive me nuts. Bit, really? Oh, yeah. I would steal the thing from you. <sighs> That's and right. I would just listen to the entire song and enjoy it. Uh, so that probably was pissing you off earlier today when I was just flipping songs before they were over. <laughs> it wasn't that bad because, I don't know, it, all the songs you were going to were good, but. Yeah, that would drive oh, me nuts. Man, like, I, if we were in a car, like, on a road trip or something, I'd be like, leave it alone. Don't touch Just it. touch it. Don't, yeah, don't touch it. <laughs> leave it alone. Let it play. Let it play. I think my mom used to tell me that, too. Just quit changing stations. Quit it. We had a van. At one time, you could change the radio from the back seat. Yeah. Like, I had a little player. I was like, I think it was an old Astro van. And I remember my mom would always be like, quit playing with the radio. Like, quit yeah. yell, you know, yell back at us. Like, quit it. Yeah, so good stuff. I, so. I I enjoy I enjoy driving, and you know of, of the hundred thousand miles that are on my truck, I would say like seventy five percent of those are by myself driving. Yeah, and just well, you commuted a lot too, or have you? Don't you commute recently, like um, like an hour each way or something? No, like that? no, not no. I never really did an hour each way. Um, when I was uh, dating my ex girlfriend up in San Luis Obispo, was in L A. I was driving four hours yeah. one way like every other weekend just to go visit or she'd come down. Yeah. So I did a lot of driving then. And there's something to be uh, said about just being in a car alone. Well, what about that? Someone's home next door. So, yeah, we mentioned we're on my back patio right now. <laughs> yeah. Neighbor's got some dogs. Um, you were saying something to be mentioned about what? About? Uh, yeah, something to be mentioned just about uh, solitude. So... My mom is such a sweetheart, bless her heart, because she cares a lot about her kids and her grandkids and um, and me, but, like, she um, cares so much that, I don't know, like, I'm not a parent, so I can't really say, I, I have dogs, so it's a little different, but a lot do, you, <laughs> do parents ever stop thinking about their kids? Like, no, I, I would imagine not. Well... My mom says she still thinks about stuff that we do. Well, I mean, yeah, you think about it, but, like, is there ever a point where, like, you're like, okay, they're 25, they're 30, they're 18, whatever the age may be, where they're just kind of, like, they've been out of the nest for a while. Like, I've got to focus on my own life and the things I'm doing. Or, like, even on a daily basis, right? So I know my mom goes to work or my dad goes to work, um, and they they think about work or they think about, oh, I've got uh, – I've got to do this when I get home or I've got to go get my, I've got to go to a dentist appointment or get my hair done or whatever it may be. You can't give all your attention to your kids all the time. No. But I wonder how much of it, I mean, the, the way my mom talks to me about it, it's got to be like all the time. Like she just thinks about her kids because she's always just like, why didn't you call? <laughs> well, you know, like I'll be driving somewhere and she's like, you're going alone. Don't go alone. Why go? Why are you going alone? Like, take a partner. Um, and it's just like out of concern for me and my safety. But she's like, "You're going camping alone, Jordan? No, like that kind of thing." But I, I don't think that'll ever go away, man. I really don't. I, you know, it's just basically experience with my mom. Like, she will always worry about us. That's what she says. She will yeah. always worry about us. Well, I mean, it's a good thing. It's 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 nice to be worried about. Well, it's nice to be. Yeah, it's a it's a form of love and you know showing that they care. I, you know, I'm sure I, when you have kids, you'll be the same way. I'll though. probably understand it. My mom would say, if I ever have kids. <laughs> not Working way. on it, Mom. Yeah. Lay off, Mom. <laughs> mom, more me love. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But there's something about going camping by yourself. There's something. I know we keep. I just keep I saying there's something about there's it. Something about it. What yeah, is that thing? The solitude. The there's there's, well, there's something to be said about accomplishing something without anybody else's help. I think there's there's a to me you know self reliance. Fuck, I can't even just say just say it, Brian. Right? Oh, asterisk. Asterisk. Should we talk about that now? Yeah, let's. 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 So, asterisk. Um, Caitlin is one of our loyal listeners. She's up in Chicago. Thanks, Caitlin. Um, but she was listening to the last one where we were kind of, I was criticizing you for saying absolutely. And then you were like, every time you say it, you'd be like, Abs- damn it. <laughs> so, so Jordan, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. <clears throat> <laughs> And she's like laughing, and then she said, "You know what you should do is make it a drinking game oh, <laughs> for your listeners. Like, have it be a drink. I don't know how we enforce that with our listeners, but hey, you, you know can't what? Force anything with our. If listeners, you're a legal but... adult and you want to make the absolutely, how many times Brian says absolutely a drinking game? Go for it. <laughs> I found myself saying it in conversation with my folks in the car, and you today, trip out, and I was like, oh, man. I see you all the time. Absolutely. <clears throat> Why don't I have a better word for this? You know what I've noticed I do? Like, in in doing the podcast and editing it, so I listen to it a lot. I listen to my own voice, which not most people do. You know, you don't listen to your voice that often. and you, So you don't really pick up on the little... Nuances? Idio, yeah, nuances and idiosyncrasies that you have. One I say a lot is, I feel like... I say that all the time. I feel like this. I feel like that. So... Yeah, but I feel like, <laughs> so like I've noticed, I'm it's trying. You're like, however, comma. I feel like, I feel like, comma. I feel like, comma. I feel like, comma. I feel like, comma. yeah. So, but I've noticed that I've been doing that in conversation. So not just during the podcast. Yeah, but just, just in conversation. I notice that I'll say, I feel like, and I'll say it a lot, and I'm like, like, why am I saying it? You know, like, so I've kind of picked up on it, and. That's that's the drinking game. If, so if you want to go for like, you know, the amateur level drinking game, go for one or the other. But if you want to do hardcore drinking hardcore. game, you do both. You take a drink whenever Jordan says, "I feel like," and whenever Brian says, "Absolutely," and when he says "abs," that counts. That's like Absolutely. a half a shot. That's half a shot. It's half a drink. <laughs> oh, drinking game. Oh man. We do not condone underage drinking. No, we do not. So for all of our underage drink. Underage drinkers, underage <laughs> listeners, which I don't think we have any actually. Um, Maybe we do. We have those like eleven listens or thirteen listens from Japan. I wonder who those I know. people are. Who's that? Thank you, Japanese people or friends I'm... that are in Japan. Domo arigato. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you say it. Is that how? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you just have to hit record. It's true. And then you start talking, and things come about. You, you you stress too hard about making it perfect. You get away from just the flow, the nature. So that's what we're doing. We're just enjoying ourselves. We should have an adult beverage in our hands, Brian. That's the next uh, episode, I think, right? Maybe. Just, just chilling on the back porch. It's not as great weather-wise as... As I'd like it to be. It's a little chilly. It's not awful. No, it's sunny though. It's sunny. It's beautiful. Yeah. So, what's next in your life, Brian? What are you gonna do? Well, um, can't say that I know. Why not? I don't know. 
I, next in my life. Big term, long term, short term. Oh yeah, all the trips stuff. planned, all the things. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to actually getting back and seeing my dog and taking care of the animals and um, you know, getting back to work and catching up on stuff that I missed last week. And because I really enjoy going to work these days, which has been nice. That's good. Um, it's good that you can say that. Yeah, it's it's refreshing, you know. And I'm, you know, I don't know if it's just because it's all brand new and. It, I'm sure after a while it'll probably get a little bit uh, monotonous. But what's nice is it kind of every day is a little bit different, which is which is nice. It's not the same repetitive stuff every single day. Every day has its own new challenges, which I which I enjoy. Um, but what's next for me? I mean, in the in the next few weeks, uh, you know, just uh, nothing really big planned. I have a buddy getting married next uh, month uh, down in the San Clemente area, going to that wedding. Uh, brother's turning awesome. 30 this summer, so we get to celebrate that. What do you uh, do? I don't know. Like, what? Am I included on that? I don't I feel know. Like I should be. I talk to feel Joseph. Like. You feel like? I feel like. Absolutely. <laughs> Take a drink. Uh, or two. Um, yeah, I uh, got that planned, and then um, we are, or I am, not we. I'm going to that uh, school in Montana this summer too. I'm going how long? Is it? Six a months. Month, Twenty-seven days, um, and it's a outfitter school, hunting guide school out in Montana, and uh, I'm excited to go to that. Just learn some new skills and put them to the test to come fall in Wyoming and and uh, Idaho when we go hunting there. So it's kind of what's on tap for me in the next little bit. How about you? I know like with work and your your unsurety of transition and what's uh what's on tap for you uh great question bry so as we sit here on the back pat of carlos i'm looking at all the chores that need to be done quite a <laughs> few uh, a lot of painting um upgrading carlos with central air which will be nice um so like house projects those types of things um, I'm kind of on the look out for a new job. Okay. And that's just because I, I'm feeling it's time to move on and, uh, just do something different. Hopefully get more money. Hopefully get more responsibility. I guess that's the hope. We'll see what happens though. See what the universe throws me away. Um, aside from that, just kind of thinking about, I don't know. Why'd you ask me that question, Brian? Because you asked me the question. Oh, I get it. Okay. So tit for tat. Tit for tat. Um, yeah. It's a difficult question to answer. Yeah, just, I mean, just moving forward with life. This summer is going to be good. I'm planning on not wrecking my motorcycle again. That'd be nice. So that would be really nice. So it's coming up on a year. Well, it's coming up on a year that I've been in this house, actually. In like wow. two weeks, it'll be a year. That's crazy. So I'm going to throw a big old party. Um, contact me if you're interested in coming. I don't know if you're invited. If you're in Japan. <laughs> well, I guess you could be invited, but, man, are you going to make that trek? Who knows? Um, so that, uh, probably do some camping. Just get out. Uh, one thing that I'm really starting to geek out on, uh, not crazy, but, like, oh, yeah, i got a little doggy that wants... You know, on the podcast. Um, one thing that I'm starting to geek out on, and it, it's remarkable that I've never been more disciplined about it, 
Uh, I've been really cavalier, actually, about money and finances. So, and, and you and I talked about this a couple days ago about budgeting. Yeah. And I'm getting, I'm kind of buckling down. Um, I got introduced to this uh, program, or it's an online, it's it's just a budgeting program called YNAB. You need a budget. Not sponsored. Not sponsored yet. Uh but, yeah, my colleague Amber told me about it at first, and then, um, coincidentally, I went to lunch that day with some friends from grad school, and they were talking about YNAB, too. So oh, I was really? like, well, I should look into this, and they're telling me about why it's great, blah, 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 and apparently it's like 50 bucks a year or some crap like that. I was like, well, I've been using Mint.com, and I use the term use liberally because... <laughs> you signed up for it. Because I signed up for it. I mean, like, back in the day, I, I signed all, I like... All my accounts are linked and everything, but like actually going and budgeting is that's the difference. That's the key is like setting a budget and then really sticking to it and seeing how you follow it. Yeah, and this YNAB thing follows a principle of zero, um, zero balance budgeting or some crap like that. And I have a business degree, an advanced <laughs> business degree. I think I know more about this stuff, but um, I was listening to another podcast. It was the Nerdist, right? Yeah. Um, and they had Brandon Rulolisor, whatever. He's like a Superman. R- Brandon, R- yeah, I know what you're talking about. Did you listen to that? Yeah, episode? I listened to that episode. Yeah, one thing that really stuck out to me, and I was on this road trip going solo style. So, again, a, a, a good time to be introspective when you know, most of my life is surrounded by people or things or um, just thing like busyness. I got to be busy. Oh, that's another episode we should talk about. Like, we had that idea. It's talking about busyness. Yeah. What that means. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so read, Chang, that, I read that article. Everyone, uh, oh, you read it? Mm-hmm. Cool. We'll get back to that one. Uh, we're going to do an episode on busyness, everybody. Um, but one thing this Brandon guy said, the Superman dude said, is he, when he started his acting career, he kind of landed the Superman thing. In a weird roundabout way, he looked like Superman, like the Christopher Reeves type face and build, and um, worked hard and like had some ups and downs. But then he had the Superman thing. He thought he was going to be his big break, and Superman ended up not being that great of a um, or the one that came out. I think this was like in the early two thousands. Yeah, when this it came is out. the first one that, that they remade. Yeah, they remade, and it, it didn't end up being that great, uh, and. Then it was also overshadowed by, like, The Devil Wears Prada and some other crazy big Disney movie or something that... Someone fighting? You guys hear that? <laughs> It'd be great. Anyway, walk on sidewalk! Anyway. Um, he had... So, he, long story short, he ended up landing this role and, like, did it and... It, it worked out for him in the short run, right? He, he got his quote, end quote, break. Yeah. And then he didn't get much work after that. Like, it didn't, like, it wasn't like his launching pad into, I feel like, all the, feel like, you hear that? Take a drink. Take a drink. Uh, a lot of these actors, they'll get a big break. Like, Emma Stone, for example, she was in super bad, and then, like, her career just took off after that. Mm-hmm. And there, that's a dime a dozen. You could think of famous actors that did that. Jonah Hill, that was his big break too. Um, but he, 
didn't get work, and then he kind of, like, got depressed and was like, what the crap? Like, I've worked hard. I deserve this stuff. And then he essentially had to have a come to Jesus with himself, like, have I really worked that hard? Or was that, like, kind of just given to me? And his conclusion was he had to accept responsibility for his own situation. Yeah. That's his um, – you can sit there and be victim, play the victim role and say – Man, life sucks. Why is this happening to me? But he went back and like worked hard and started doing addition or auditions again and ended up landing another sweet role, like apparently. I don't watch the TV show that he's in. He's like some scientist on TV. Yeah, he plays Adam in um, like all those uh, it's a I think it's DC Comics. Um, and uh, yeah, I've seen him in those, okay. those TV shows. Yeah, I don't really watch much TV, but that really kind of stuck out to me, and maybe, to me, that was the universe, or my inner self, whatever it may be, just kind of saying, dude, yeah, you got the letters after your name, but, like, can you back it? Which is humbling. I mean, that's kind of like, I have 50 grand of debt to show for that experience. Yeah. That that three-year experience that was, you know... If I were to summarize it, torturous. It was like <laughs> it was three years of little sleep, um, a lot of stress, and just a lot of existential crises. I feel like I just said it again. Drank, but that that kind of got me thinking of well, you know, if my life is a book and I get to write it, I got to start somewhere. Yeah. And nothing's ever earned without hard work. So where am I going to focus my efforts? Where am I going to focus my energy? Where am I going to cut out stuff that, you know, is taking away from my goals? That's another interesting topic we could explore. Goals. Goal setting. And, like, why do we fall? Why do we set goals? Why do we not follow up with them? Why is behavior change so hard? I think it'd be really interesting to explore. Probably be insightful for me to just look into. Yeah. No, it's anyway. I I I echo you on the feelings of hard work, and um, you know, people always want the um, the good luck to happen to them. You know, they yep. want to have a, a lucky break or, or or something good to to happen to them. Which They're happens. For good luck. It can happen. It it does. But but I had a buddy I used to coach soccer with who talked and I had a definition for luck that I love and it's when opportunity meets preparation. I've heard that. Yeah. And I, I, I believe that 100%. And luck, if in order for luck for you to happen, you have to put yourself in an opportunity for it to happen. And you have to, you, the more prepared you are, the more likely you are going to be to get lucky. So I'll punch a hole in that though and kind of point out the paradoxical nature of that. Like if you don't know what you're going to be preparing for, you don't know what the opportunity is. How do you prepare for it? You Fair can't. Enough. Like I could say, well, I want to be the next Boney Bear, or like I want to have a Grammy-winning album. So what you or do is you prepare by by practicing your music, and you practice guitar, and you practice songwriting, and you practice all the, all these preparations and practices, and to to kind of increase your skills. That's how you prepare for it. And then the opportunity arises where somebody happens to listen to your podcast, and you're just strumming away. Um, about your music, and you're like, oh man, good thing I've been practicing this whole time. There's my lucky break. I feel like it's a little more drink. <laughs> Damn it! 
<laughs> you found something just, yeah, I say that just as much or more than you say absolutely. You don't have to drink for that one because I said absolutely. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, interesting. So, but, but, so that's why I believe that hard work is important because that hard work is part of that preparation. So you have to um, put yourself in a position where you got to be willing to do the shit jobs. You got to start from the bottom. And if you are willing, if you, if you can do shitty jobs well, you can do harder jobs well. Hmm. If you can do the fine minutia, take an order at McDonald's and fries, if you can do that well, you can set yourself up to do something well in the future. If you can't do that well, you're not going to be able to manage a company well. I'm not saying everybody who takes orders from McDonald's well is going to be a, a businessman, you know, and a CEO of Why a Fortune 500 though? company. I'm not saying that they can't be, but I'm not saying it's, that everybody has to be. I will, I will say though, if you're bad at that, you're probably bad at being a CEO. Okay. Well, here's the thing I'll point out, and this is the kind of the devil's advocation for your argument, like the luck is opportunity meets preparation. Is that I don't think that opportunity is as prevalent as um, I, I feel the equation is a little off balance, right? Oh, absolutely. So opportunity absolutely. is much lower, whereas you can you have much more control over preparation, but there are only so many CEO positions available. That's why it's luck. That's the luck part of it. Luck isn't just every day. If it was every day, it wouldn't be called luck. So luck is more, but it's like. Much more, the variable is opportunity. If we're looking at this like a math equation. I agree, but the more, the more preparation, if you don't put any preparation in and you get that opportunity, I feel like you're less likely to find that luck. You feel like? I feel like. You drink. <laughs> you don't have to drink because Brian said it. <laughs> you, I uh, have my hands out trying to do some graph analysis right here, but you have zero preparation. And there are opportunities there. You just got super lucky. If you have a ton of preparation and then you have that opportunity, yes, opportunity is that sliding scale, is that X, that the um, the X variable in the equation. Um, but I feel, God, I feel like the more preparation you put into it, the more opportunities that could potentially come. I'm not saying if you don't do anything, okay. you could get an opportunity. Right. But. The more you prepare and the more you set yourself up and work hard, the more opportunities that can come. So it's it may not be a one-to-one -one ratio. Right. It could be a five-to-one ratio or a ten-to-one ratio. Where does opportunity come from then? Because it doesn't come from preparation. Like Preparation is the thing that helps you take advantage of that opportunity. Or but, take advantage of the opportunity or prepare you for that opportunity. Right. Preparation is... You don't know the opportunities there yet. Well, so, right? but functionally, like, what is the actual opportunity? Like, how do you increase that part of the equation? It's it's very much that's that's more the variable. But is there a way to? So, for example, I want to have a Grammy-winning album. Do I have to make sacrifices and move to LA? Do I have to move to LA and start building a network? And that there? might be part of your preparation. Maybe part of the preparation, but is that me seeking out actually seeking out the opportunity versus? There's By seeking out opportunity, said, though, I think you're preparing. That's that part is of part of the preparation. So it goes hand in hand. We're gonna we're gonna draw this out and post it. <laughs> this is a mathematical equation. It is a mathematical. We're equation. gonna figure it out. There's gonna be a graph. 
There's going to be it's a, not, I a mean, picture of Jordan scratching his head. <laughs> I see what you I see what you mean though. Like well, I could sit here and prepare like I could sit in my basement for years and get great at the guitar. I could get great at the drums. I could really enhance my recording um, acumen and just start producing really good stuff. And then, you know, I could have a YouTube channel or I could release it on Spotify or whatever, but is the opportunity actually getting out and playing shows? Is it uh, getting into a music circle or like a, a professional music group, uh, like networking group and uh, making connections that way? Does greatness have to precede an opportunity that you can take advantage of? I mean, being great at something? Yeah. No. I don't think so. Case in point, like Blink-182. <laughs> or, I mean, we could, I love Blink-182, but... And who's to know? Like, I, I've, I've looked a little bit into their history, and I know that they were really passionate and worked hard at it. But if you listen to the, their very first album compared to their latest album, the difference in what you call quality or like production of the music is much different. Yeah. And, um, the songwriting is much more advanced and, and, um, multi-layered and multifaceted. So yeah, they definitely grew when they had that offer, when they took advantage of that opportunity, but they also were in LA. They got a record label. They wrote one song that just blew up and I don't know. Maybe it gets back to our mission statement. What is our mission statement, by the way? I remember. I pulled it up because I was looking it up. <laughs> Let's review that. Let's review our mission statement. Um, well, well, I remember the idea behind us doing this podcast was the action is greater than words. Not to say there's not a place for words. No, but going out there and doing something. But actually doing about, it. Like, in, in today's society, so many people talk about... You know, they put it out on social media and mm -hmm. save this, do this, do this. And when the physical action is not there and actually doing the work, anything, the hard, the hard work, work is not being the preparation, if you will, if you will, the preparation is and not I will. And so that's why we decided to do this because we had talked about it and we said, you know what, let's just do it. Yeah. Get better at it, but let's do it because then by doing it, we can actually put something to our name. You know, we, we have accomplished something. So, well, it comes down to the discipline and just saying like, it's a balance of finessing it, but also just doing it. Well, I hear something to speak about, to speak on luck. Us. Let's look at us, right? Let's look at our podcast. We are putting some effort into it. We're putting some preparation into it. Have we? We're. We might be looking to get lucky and to get big, and at least to get some people out there. Is there more preparation we can do to help our our action? Absolutely. Yes, there is. I said absolutely. Yes, Brian there is. Was about to. Yes, there is. We can do that. <laughs> We could. I could get back on social media and help spread it through my network of friends. We could be more active on our social media stuff. We can uh, put more posts. Uh, I feel like it goes against everything we talked about in episode two. Um, actually, no, it doesn't because it's a tool. It's not our it's lives. It's a tool. It's That's a right. tool. It's not our lives. But there's ways we can go about it. We can we can do more research into uh, successful podcasts. There's more preparation we can have to then give the opportunity for somebody to listen to us here our podcast, and then we could get our lucky break. Well, along those lines, this is a good time to look back at our look. So when we made our, when we had our first retreat in Tahoe, 
we put together, we put some pen to paper and we, we put some ideas down and kind of codified our intentions. Quit using big words. Why? <laughs> I like it. Um, I feel like <laughs> you feel like it's it's confusing. Absolutely. <laughs> Drink. That was Brian. Um, let, let's go through. It's a good time to visit our um, our purpose, mission, vision, and values. Bring it on. So this will be episode whatever number. Who knows? Seven, eight, eight nine, whatever. 15. We can we can make it. We could release it in as episode year. twenty. <laughs> uh, but I think because we're together, it's a great time to kind of revisit those. So I'm gonna go through and read them. I want to hear your thoughts on okay. where you think we're at as far as sticking true to it. Okay. And if we if we're like falling short, how do we go from and improve? Yeah. How do we improve? How do we stay more true to our things? Cool. So. So purpose, connect creative minds, in parentheses, be Cal and Joho, um, semicolon, propagate positivity. How are we doing on purpose? I, you know, I know initially our purpose uh, was that it's the over, we, that's for overall comma podcast, right? So the idea was for yeah, us to get out there podcast. and uh, find other people that are creative or not creative. Remember, we put that that uh, asterisk in there. You don't have to be creative. Oh, uh, right. But that we're interested in uh, potentially putting their or their word out there. And I know from us doing this, I've had conversations with people that have been interested in doing their own podcast. Um, yeah. Not necessarily like ready to jump, pull the trigger, but they have like, oh, you know, uh, I've had friends try to convince their buddies, hey, let's do a podcast together, kind of yeah. thing. And so, um, if anything, we've got people talking and thinking about something different. Yeah, I actually have um, a couple of friends who like even Kimball. He listened to it for the first time while I was up in Seattle visiting him, but he's like, and I told him the whole idea behind it and he said, I want one. So, um, and I can't remember, he had a really good, uh, it was clever. Yeah. I'll have to think about it. Okay. From the heart. It, it was, a, it was really interesting. Okay. We'll, we'll think about it or I'll get in touch with him, but, but in terms of propagating positivity, I think, I think we're doing well. I mean, obviously I we're good. we can do better, um, in the sense of that, but I, I hear nothing but positive feedback about people enjoying how honest and open we we are. Yeah. Um. And uh, it's been been cool to hear that that piece. You know, it may not be we may not have the best product in the terms terms of delivery, but in terms of the message, yet um, we I think we are true to ourselves and we're not putting on a show for other people. Yeah, it's even as difficult. That can be difficult sometimes. When there's a microphone in front of you and you yeah. know that people are going to listen to this, you know that seven people are going to listen to this. <laughs> you kind of have those people in mind, even if it's subconsciously, you you talk a little differently, which is, I don't know, that's that's why it's different when we just have a FaceTime conversation and at the end of it, we're like, damn it, we should have hit record. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you just got to hit record. Sometimes you just got to hit record. Um, but I, yeah. I, I think we're I think doing we, well on the mission. We're doing well. We're we're uh, well. That's a purpose. Oh, shoot. So we're, we're propagating positivity. <laughs> Our purpose. mission, Brian. Good segue. <laughs> have good times and share them with the world. That's easy. That ching. Done. We're having. We're check, check mark. Yeah. Check the block. We're having. I'm having a good time. I'm having a blast. And we got absolutely people having a blast. Drink. 
<laughs> but we, yeah, and we know we're doing it because we got people in Japan listening, bro. <laughs> I don't know who they are. Sharing it Thank with the you. World. Thank you for listening in Japan. Don't want to get Um, konnichiwa. <laughs> yeah, konnichiwa. How do you say goodbye? I don't know anything. Doitashimashite. That's your welcome. <laughs> You're welcome for. Oh man, I don't know. Arigato. Okay, vision. Our vision is multiple, loosely connected podcasts united in creating quality content consistently. That's one we've fallen way short on. Way short on. But it kind of ties into the purpose like of connecting creative people. Yeah. Um, so I, this, we're just throwing a line out there. You got an idea for a com- uh, comma podcast? We're Bring all it about on. it, yeah. And we'll we'll set up a little collaborative or something. We'll bring and, you into the podcast family. Yeah, and even if you want, I don't. I mean, I won't speak for Brian. Yeah, I will. <laughs> since this since this is our idea, if you want us to like kind of help you get it off the ground or help you like co-host. Tell you some of the, the problems that we've faced in terms of how to how to start and what what some of the hindrances that we have. I mean, shoot, we're only a couple episodes in, but there are definitely things we've learned from episode one to now. Immense, yeah. And we've we've got ideas, we've got plans. Um, we're just trying to work. We're trying to budget time and work this into our our regular lives Daily to, lives, yep. you know, carve out time to really enhance the podcast. So. Um, so we don't get us just hitting record, which sometimes you gotta do, but hitting record and trying to tackle a really complex topic with no preparation, with no preparation. Um, not, 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 uh, really going to get lucky doing that, huh? No, you will not. <laughs> yeah. You need preparation to get lucky. We created the opportunity. We just had no preparation. Yep. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, we can work better on that. I think, you know, legitimately bringing Kimball in. Maybe if I push Mitch a little bit more, um, I know he's a busy guy. I like to respect his time, but he's got—he's a brilliant mind, and he's got great ideas for what he could do with his own show. Um, actually, comma, I think was the his idea. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we'll you know put a little star by that one, and we'll we'll revisit it next time we're in person again and see how well we're doing. Last but not least, values. Um, so I guess this is what we value as comma podcast people uh people cool ideas being good not douches yeah that's kind don't of like our, our sign off the last couple of times don't be a dick don't be a dick um i think we're, we've we've hit that pretty well i really do i really do yeah. think we've hit our values um working on that uh with every episode that we create and just in case you guys are wondering we actually signed that document i'm looking at it right now yeah Brian and i did. signed it yeah it's legit it's for real that is my signature damn it it is. Can't get out of it. Legally Never. binding. Legally. Well, you took a picture of it. I think that's. Uh, it's been a good podcast. It's been chill. It's been yeah. relaxed. I farted. Yeah. Well, I appreciate. It. Hopefully, we edited that out of the uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but now we appre- again. We always appreciate you uh, coming uh, along this ride with us. Um, sorry, there wasn't anything uh, that you could prepare for in terms of the subject and the, and the, of, of what we were going to tackle. But I think, you know, sometimes that's how life goes. You know, you have a plan for something and you don't, you gotta be fluid with it sometimes. So sometimes you just got to hit record. Sometimes you got to hit record and just remember, don't, don't be, be a, a dick. dick. Right. Jordan.